mystical beings, and welcome to another episode of Mystic in the Hag. I'm Leah. And I'm Danielle. And today we're going to have kind of a chit-chatty episode about feeling kind of like an outsider within the witch or magical community and just kind of going through our feelings about that, our experiences with that, and just kind of touching base because it's probably something that a lot of people feel. Um, Did we want to talk about anything before we get into the main topic? Mm -hmm. Is there anything we want to chat about? Did we talk anything? Did you do anything for the full moon for you? No, it was, we had a windstorm here. So um, um, any lunar energy that there was, was kind of just overshadowed by the intense like storm <laughs> energy and stuff. Um, and we like, I think today is the first not windy day we've had in almost a week. Did you, yeah. Did you do anything for the full moon? Um, yeah, I did. I actually ended up doing like a little bit of like some releasing work which was lovely and I got to work with like fire and I haven't worked with fire in a long time so that was really really lovely and nice Nice. can I tell you a funny story I don't know if it's a funny story but I think that um there's some like level of understanding of like my witchy practice in my family finally like not <laughs> finally but they've just like normalized it to a sense of like they've made jokes about stuff or something like that like I don't know I didn't think of something about like I was doing like um there was this weird night it was like just before the full moon or something and there was like a string of things that were happening in communities that are specifically to like women and femmes um, that kind of were talked about. And, and and anytime like things happen within that community, like violence towards women and femmes, it's like brings up some really like emotional things and triggers for people, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because it's like real, really coming to terms that it can affect all of us and it does affect all of us and we've all experienced some form of violence from um specifically like cis men and anyways I was like doing some readings or like getting pulling some cards for some folks and then I kept hearing this like weird like knocking on the window and I was like for fuck's sakes like what is this is it a ghost like is it a spirit because like I was reading like I was in the the mood of it and like in the the mode of it and and I know that I've been like working with the spirits more that live in the house and living and like you know all that stuff Mm -hmm. and then I kept hearing the knocking kind of go around all the areas of like the windows and I was just like fuck is it somebody like being a creep like and like looking in the windows and like knocking whatever and then I was just like I can't handle this I go into like the one area of the house with like no windows and I'm like oh god I can't like I can't deal with this like what is this and so I go to bed and then the next day my like person that I live with here they um they were like oh my goodness I heard on like Facebook that it was ended up being like uh somebody who um it was like, what is it? Firecrackers or something like that? It was actually firecrackers. But to me, <sighs> they did not sound like firecrackers. It sounded, sounded like a knocking. And then this person kind of laughed. They were like, oh, when I actually woke up to it, I thought you were doing like spell work or something like that or doing 
like it was just hilarious how it kind of like landed (laughs) and and so I just kind of like giggled about it but I don't know it's pretty nice when things are when things are kind of chill or just normalized like your practice with what you're doing and it's not demonized or like kind of made fun of even in a in a like they don't make fun of it like they actually like think I think they think there's some like wild truth to it Mm. um because I've been doing it for so long but yeah I just thought I would share it because I was like this is kind (laughs) of like affirming in some way so yeah I mean it's nice anytime you do anything in your life and your close circle or your family or whoever like get it and they don't approve like it's not like approval per se it's just they get it and they get that it matters to you and that you're Mm -hmm. you thrive because of it can I share a funny um dating or online dating story it's not not? an online dating story but it's like (laughs) something that happened that I was like very proud of myself so I was match with this person um on a dating app and then they were like talking about astrology they're like so can you guess my astrology signs and then I guess they were either a Taurus or a Libra for like basically this person was very very like stylish and like also or like has good style and like also was very bold enough to ask me to figure out what their signs were which like I think are very Taurus and Libra types and then guess what their sign was what a Libra I was right I was right that I feel like that was a win I feel like that was a perfect win yeah I know I'm very excited that I guessed it properly I'm just very proud of myself yeah Am I a little astrologer in the making? Maybe that's what's happening. I don't know. Maybe. Oh. Have you ever gotten people's signs right? Or it's or have you um, tried to do it? Usually I can guess within the element. I can almost always guess fire signs. Yeah. Um, especially if I'm reading for someone and they get a lot of wands. I'll be like, are you yeah. a fire sign? And they'll be like, Yes. Do you find like a lot of fire signs come to you? Have we ever talked about this? Like in terms of clients before? Not in terms of clients. Um, I get a lot of water signs who come to me for readings. Yeah. And I mean, I guess in a lot of ways, getting a psychic reading or a tarot reading or anything like that, I feel like is more in line with a lot of water signs than anything else, just because Mm -hmm. it's kind of that more like lunar, dreamy um psychic things yeah like obviously everyone anyone of any sign can be interested in Mm -hmm. these things but I think that based off of my own experiences uh, water signs are usually the most likely to get readings from me okay and it's kind of funny because on the flip side the people most likely to get portraits from me are usually either fire or earth signs interesting yeah and a few libras a lot of libras get get portraits from me as well that makes sense how about you uh I do have a lot of fire signs I think yeah I was kind of shocked over while I was posting it um a lot of fire water um, not that much air and not that many earth signs, but more Capricorns for earth. 
mm. signs that come towards me. I don't know. I think that's because I'm maybe I'm just I don't have a lot of earth in me. Maybe that's part of it. Maybe you attract similar elements because of based on your charts or something like that. Yeah, I just I feel like those are the water and fire are kind of more like the passionate elements in terms of being mm-hmm. like super emotional in very different ways. Whereas mm-hmm. like earth and air are usually like a bit more logical, a bit more like in their headspace, a bit mm-hmm. more like maybe not leaning towards things that are super metaphysical. Obviously, there's mm-hmm. lots of people who do and charts are more complex than our sun signs. 100%. I think there is something to attracting people with similar charts, even if it's things in like similar signs, but in totally different placements. One person that I clicked with so hard at a reading was a Leo sun Aries moon. So we had like same signs but like different placements but really similar and we just like clicked and like got along super well and I feel like that happens a lot and that's probably why Pisces are drawn to me so much and I'm trying to be less salty about Pisces for the longest time I was like ugh, Pisces and then I realized all my best friends are Pisces and that I have like so much Pisces placements in my chart it's like I'm just being bitter on myself and I'm projecting that. And my Aries bitterness is projecting all of this. <laughs> well, so many people also shit talk our Cancers rising as well as our Aries sun too. Like sometimes I think Cancers and Aries are like shit talked the most. I don't know if that's true. I think all the signs get shit talked in different ways. True. People because... I definitely don't believe in judging people based off of their sun sign or based off of anything because yeah. while I do believe that astrology has a big bearing on who we are, it's like a general map to who we are, but it's not like everything. So I think it's just yeah. like a little bit divisive to be like, oh, I don't like this sign and I'll never be a roommate with them and I'll never date them and blah, blah, blah. It's like, Okay. um just because it's not uh, this a podcast I flew I I put up my hands in a like a shrugging confused kind of way um (laughs) just to paint the word picture gotta get to know a whole person a whole whole human and that's kind of actually if we can segue this to our topic of the day that's kind of similar to like people with regards to like witch practices too. Yeah. It's like people only see people out of one lens and and viewing people as out of like their spiritual practice and magic practice by one lens. And I think that's one of the big things that comes up for us a lot or we've talked about in the past with regards to magic and spirituality and like witchcraft. Yeah. And spell work. Um, it's definitely something that I used to be hypersensitive about when I was first trying to, when I was first coming out as a witch, when I was first getting into magic and stuff, I was really sensitive of how I was perceived. And basically just, I felt like no one had any time for me. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I'm largely over it 
but I think feeling like an outcast or like you're being ill perceived by other witches, I think it's something that we all experience at some point in our magical journey so to speak but there's also some truth to it though sorry like I don't mean to like like as in like there's judgment from other witches there is like I feel like there is judgment I I mean there's judgment in everything because ultimately like a lot of problems in terms of making people into pariahs or outcasts or just not Mm -hmm. welcoming them in in whatever capacity a lot of it comes from a weird type of fundamentalism and this isn't just in Mm -hmm. witchcraft this isn't everything um yeah and the bottom line is when you are progressing through things and kind of figuring out who you are within whatever community witchcraft or not you'll eventually start to realize it's like well are those the opinions you want are those the people you want to hang out with in general Mm -hmm. because one thing one trap that I think we can fall into in magical communities in any type of more like new thought types of realms um, anything involving magical thought magical practices in any shape or form is we tend to see people or a lot of us can kind of see certain people as like gurus, as more knowledgeable than, as higher up than, and that can just cause problems because then you're always going to be seeking those people's opinions more, which can make any form of rejection a bit more brutal. And mm-hmm. yeah, so like I'm, I'm at a point where I don't, care about any type of judgment or whatever because I've kind of found my circles and I found where I reside but it's definitely something that I struggled with hard early on what kind of experiences have you had in this kind of scope (laughs) I think it was very similar when I first started openly reading um I didn't necessarily like identify as a witch like I definitely was and I still am like I don't label myself outwardly as a witch like I definitely have witch tendencies and a witch practice but it's not like completely like my whole identity as my own practice when I first started coming out as a reader there was definitely like a hierarchy and also like a hierarchy from like where people put me as well which felt really uncomfortable and weird Mm -hmm. um because I still felt I think regardless of when you come out or whatever in any situation or even if you start monetizing off of your work that you're doing like witchcraft work or whatever your spiritual work you experience imposter syndrome I think that's like very normal and I definitely experienced imposter syndrome doing that and then because of that I would often want to seek out leadership even then like finding leadership or people who are like mentors, it was really difficult because I know that sometimes within the the witch community, it feels like there has to be a certain aesthetic for you to be recognized as a witch. And aesthetic is like a big thing that I notice. And like, if you don't fit in a certain aesthetic, 
then you may not be called a witch. You might be called something else. Like you might Mm -hmm. be called like a light worker or like, you know what I mean? Or a mystic or like other forms of under the umbrella of what I see is all like witch practices. Like all of them are interchangeable, right? And so it just felt that there was like a lot of like pushing people out or there was like a lot of gatekeeping that kind of happened, which we've talked about on this episode, like on this podcast before around gatekeeping. And also I think it gave a lot of like my own power away. Like some of the people that I like would find for, I didn't even realize like how much more power I had within myself than what they gave credit to, you know? When you start really putting people on pedestals, you do give your power away. And there's so much more power within you because like the reality is like there's lifetimes of practices of what you've learned that you're also can pull back and and reclaim, right? I think that was something that I, I, I think it even is something now that I need to remind myself about with regards to like feelings and like how to navigate things. And, and I think also paving a way for yourself because we all have a a purpose in this community. And I think that's something that um, we forget, but like Leah mentioned, like I also too have found people that I really care about and that are really uplifting and really into gassing people up and really working in ethical ways that I agree with. And like, obviously Leah is one of those humans that are a part of that. So it's, it does make a difference to find community in that. Cause like community yeah. is important to an extent, like even if you're a solitary witch, it's important to have people that you feel supported by to some mm-hmm. extent. In my experiences of kind of getting into witchcraft and wanting to ask questions and everything, I found that like looking back, I think part of it may have been the energy I was bringing and the kind of energy I was carrying. Cause like okay. my, my vibe used to be super low. I was not I by no means the same person I am now where now that I am who I am now that my mental health is under wraps and managed and I'm doing things that I can feel proud of and I feel supported and everything my vibe is a lot higher whereas back when I was this totally different person my vibe was low and I was definitely like giving I think I was burying myself under all these things and sometimes people like people can perceive your energy and Mm -hmm. even if that's not going to be your energy forever people can feel especially other witches Mm -hmm. they can recognize and be like I don't like this energy I don't like the vibrations coming off this person I'm just not so it's not like I'm not saying it's always like a that the individual who's feeling rejected is the source of rejection but sometimes Mm. one of the best things you can do is rather than seeking out community when you're still learning about yourself and your power and yourself as a witch and all that jazz 
that you want to kind of look within yourself and develop a practice and research maybe on your own first before seeking out others to like mentor you or help guide you or just support you Mm -hmm. because it's also like putting your entire learning experience on other people is kind of a challenging position to put those people in Mm -hmm. and that goes for anything in life like if you're leaning on other people to do all the work and help carry you and everything the whole dynamic of that relationship is going to be kind of weird yeah and also I think like people need to recognize that other people who you seek mentorship for leadership from also doesn't have the same genius zone as you do in your magic. We all have our different genius zone within our magic that is specific to us. The way that Leah practices is very different than the way that I practice or vice versa with regards to whoever, right? And um, I think one of the biggest things that we forget to do is like, For me, one of the most empowering things that I could have done was connect to my own guides and connect to my own past history with regards to life experiences and my own magic in life in past lives. And that really helped me to reclaim that power and to also give me that confidence and that experience of like, oh yeah, I can do it. And I also think you need to play around with like magic. I think like playing around practicing is one of the biggest things that you can do and owning that piece too, because, um, again, there are people in the community who gatekeep and say you can't practice certain things or like in terms of trying things out because you're either a newbie or whichever. But if you're feeling called to do it and you feel confident that this is a good one for you or like you feel confident that this is something that continues to show up for you in your mind or like in terms of what's being shown to you, like there's a lot of synchronicities to it, then you should do it. Like, that's how I feel about it. Um, And I think it's like not holding yourself back and also don't get caught up in the aesthetics of it all or the perfection of it all. The witch community is sometimes very um, capitalist in the sense of like, it doesn't allow it's, it wants tools to look a certain way and not everybody has the financial means to access those tools. And so not to feel ashamed of like having not access to certain tools or techniques based on financial, like your personal finances currently. And if you have to go to the fucking dollar store, go to the dollar store to go get your like tools that you need. Or if you need to use like kitchen herbs, use your kitchen herbs, like don't allow people to monitor the way that you practice too, I think is one of the biggest things that was like a big confidence booster for me personally. So right now we're kind of in that cycle where witchcraft is kind of trendy, witchy aesthetics are trendy. Mm -hmm. So that can also affect things as well. That's why learning things on your own can be extremely powerful especially since like the people who are maybe going to be inclined to gatekeep or withhold information or whatever like even if they let you in so to speak like they're never going to serve you or support you in the way that's actually meaningful 
Mm-hmm. And generally with a lot of forms of magic, the greatest power and support does come from a sense of self and from within. Yeah. And like at the end of the day, like to perform any type of spell or magic or whatever, like you don't really need anything to do it. These other tools and stuff, they help and they help like focus energy and everything, but like you don't need it. I mean, Mm -hmm. it takes a lot of practice to get there, (laughs) but if you're willing to do that, then you can. Don't worry about your aesthetics or the way that you appear or look or even the attitude. Like sometimes, I don't know, when I first started, it was almost like I felt like I was too nice or like, you know, there was like this piece of me that that was too I don't know it was too much of the norm I guess maybe Mm -hmm. and if you're feeling like you're not alt enough or whatever that's all just not true (laughs) some of the most powerful people that I know are the least witchy people or what I would say quote-unquote is a witch because there's no such thing as like being a witch really like aesthetically you know everybody has that ability to be one that's kind of funny because like conversely like for someone like me where I'm in some kind of realm of like kind of alternative kind of punk not really I'm just like sometimes I call it like practical goth where I just like being ready to go like camping at the drop of a hat or like tactical goth where I can just like have what I need and it's not especially like dressy or whatever yeah um, because of my own personal aesthetic, if like there's like been times where with different new age markets or whatever, where it's like it's super witchy, but it's not branded as like witchcraft, it's branded as like new age or like mm-hmm. metaphysical or whatever. Um, like I don't feel comfortable in those spaces because I'm not within like the love and light kind of vibe that's mm-hmm. prominent in those spaces, and I just feel really disconnected (laughs) but that's the other thing like because there's so many different types of practices and schools of esotericism some things you just won't fit into and Mm -hmm. that's fine yep like it's kind of like it's kind of like being in high school where it's like okay I'm being judged by this person and they're really harsh to me but I still want to be their friend somehow but it's like years later you realize no I didn't want to be that person's friend and I really shouldn't have been putting as much energy into trying to fit that shape that idea because Mm -hmm. at the end of the day all my energy was being taken and like I just was emotionally drained because I wasn't being supported I was just latching onto this for some god knows why reason it's so funny because when I first got started, I think I was more accepted in like the new agey like area, like more mm-hmm. based on my own aesthetics. And it did take me a little while to get into like this witchier community. Although I was like brought on to one of the most witchiest shops in the community uh, to read, which was very lovely. But even then I felt really like, out of my own comfort zone or like not even my comfort zone, but like what um, I felt like there was like external judgment based on like my own aesthetics because I wasn't like witchy enough or whatever that means. Yeah. But now you're just kind of like, 
I don't know. I think it's just like getting into any type of like new practice or new community. It's just finding your footing and not to adhere to like those norms of what people put you in. And, and I think honestly, it's true. Like sometimes that's like the, honestly, when you talk about putting yourself in like a punk rock category, it's like, that's almost like the most punk rock you could be is to like, not be punk rock, but like be punk rock. Does that make sense? Like sometimes it's just like, don't put yourself. Yeah. I mean, sorry, it's okay. I'm I'm just like riffing off of what you're saying. Cause like at the end of the day, like I don't want, I'm, I'm no longer interested in labeling myself. And for the longest time I felt like I needed to label myself and I felt like I needed some type of label, some type of like overarching thing to describe myself, to explain myself. And eventually like whether it's just day-to-day mundane life or if it's magical at all like you don't need to label yourself you don't need to confine yourself into any box Mm -mm. and especially if that box just is questionable like in Mm -hmm. hindsight where you look back and it's like I was never going to be welcomed into that space and I am now glad of that because (laughs) that was the wrong space for me where I am now and even me back then so true yeah and also you're ever evolving like nobody's practice is going to be the same you your practice changes based on your own experiences and the way that you grow and like to categorize yourself or to label yourself is so limiting and like why limit yourself and the limit your abilities of where you could transform like it makes no sense to me I think one of my favorite, though, things, though, that I love about having the platform that I do um, is having people come to me who are like, I'm interested in witchcraft and I'm interested in spell work and I'm interested in exploring this side of me, but I don't know where to start. And I have no idea, like, what is something that feels good to me or like would align with me. And those are my favorite people to work with because I think it's because of the fact is like how I've felt entering that community of like Mm. not having somebody who I could just share ideas or thoughts with or just communicate those feelings with. Yeah, again, like one of my favorite things And, and, and people who are, I don't know, later in life, like almost like in their late 20s or like in their 30s that are really just like I'm wanting to explore the side of me and I feel really excited or pulled to how can I create magic in my like life and 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 add that additional power that I already have and like really mutate it or like work with it and that's like one of the best things that has ever happened within the platform that I'm working with I don't know about you like just like the least expecting people who are like I want to own this piece of me and I want to work with it and tell me how you know more than just manifesting because manifesting is one of the things that I think everybody wants to do but there's other ways of working with it so yeah I don't know about you what do you think um for me, it's kind of this weird place because like a lot of people will approach me and like asking how they get into it, like what they should read, whatever. Mm-hmm. And 
I I always want to hold as much space as I can but at the same time it's like I I feel like I'm always put in a weird position by it to an extent because a big part of the message that I bring into the world is like and that I carry within myself is just like experiment read Mm -hmm. everything read every book even in the ones that don't seem like remotely occultish and just like lean into what interests you Mm -hmm. but it's like I am at a point where I approach witchcraft and the metaphysical and the occult the same way that I approach my art where I just want to have all the information that I can from every perspective and just lean into the things that just interest me yeah but to really explain that like I generally don't have the energy for it anymore that's fair um and I want to support people and I want to like offer good resources but ultimately it's like I feel like to an extent the internet has ruined like kind of well not ruined it's removed a certain level of exploration um from people because like when I was a teenager and I was interested in the paranormal and the occult I would just have to find like whatever weird books I could find that happened to come through my small town library which like somehow they did even though I think people would probably be really off put by the concept of magic yeah (laughs) but like basically I had to like I was super limited in what resources I had and what I could draw from so books that I found at the library or wherever were what I drew from and like I didn't become a practicing witch until and I was into university even then I I still like got I I never occurred to me to use the internet for any of it <laughs> like I just Same. spoke to my friend and she would like lend me some books and we would talk about magic and witchcraft and everything I just I want to encourage that like degree of exploration where you just go to a bookstore you know when safe and like just go to what draws you in and even if you don't agree with everything in the book to just use it but I don't know I I also I don't like being for someone who writes as much as I do and shares my opinion as much as I do I don't like being like in a position of ever feeling like higher up than other people so to speak I I don't like people looking at me as and like it's it's so weird for me because like I'm working on a book about witchcraft and everything like it's weird for me to not want to be in a position where people look to me for information and see me as like a knowledgeable person Mm -hmm. obviously I want that to an extent but I also want people to like you know be somewhat critical of me and whatever but (laughs) I think there's a difference though like of people who are in or what we say leadership roles versus like seeing themselves as like the only knowledgeable verse one versus like encouraging people to practice and to explore themselves like that's always been like the lens of like what I appreciate from experiencing um like communication from people that I think have a bit more knowledge in certain areas than I do Mm because I do think everybody has their own little like 
genius zone of what feels just naturally more inclined in their magic because I think that you can't deny like your own past life experience with those things, right? And I think what I think you're so lovely is that you recognize that you don't want to be, you don't want to hold power over others. And I think that's important. But I also think like, you do have like knowledge that people like you can't, you know, this knowledge is important. But also I can never see you as somebody who's like, yeah, but like you can't really do this or put someone down or like make them feel less than. Mm-hmm. I think you would only come from a very encouraging place. And I think that's where our leadership in the this community really needs to expand is encouraging people to take their own power back and like encouraging people to practice. And I think dialogue is okay. Like, I don't know, this, this piece around like, you know, we shouldn't have dialogue like from our leaders, like of like, you just need to do, I don't know. It's not very like encouraging. Like it's not very like allowing community to blossom. And I think like, and it takes away that from that connection from a person to person level. And I get it. Like, I think there's also a lot of other reasons. Like we're in a pandemic right now. Like we're all maxed out with being on social media and just like online communication in general. And like, there's a lot of like pressure or like worry, like what are people wanting to take from us? And you know what I mean? I think there's like a lot of other areas of why, um, that influences us to not want to connect with people. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know. I, that's something that I'm I'm really trying to navigate within the community that I'm trying to cultivate. And it, I don't know, it kind of turns me off when people are like, don't message me in the DMs or like all that stuff. And I, and I get it for certain reasons, like especially people who are from marginalized communities who are looking for like specifically like, white people like asking for information and things like that but when it's like something that is more around just somebody is like receiving encouragement like I think some form of dialogue is okay I don't know those are just things that I keep thinking about too so yeah Yeah. and also I do agree like there's some form of yeah people need to to do their own research like I've had people who have asked me for all the info and some of that info I don't even have like and so it's important to take the time to research and to the internet that is lovely like there's so much like blogs or like communication boards or like all of those things that are available to us that people there's that's the majority of where I get my information more so than books I do use the internet, obviously. Um, I just like, because of how I research for everything. So like, obviously I want to encourage people basically and to practice what they want and how they want, et cetera. I think it just boils down to, I don't want to be a source of validation for people. Um, mm. Mostly because like lately I've been having a lot of internal dialogues about the concept of validation and the concept mm-hmm. of instant gratification and everything. Yes, I'm like a pretty, like I'm a relatively prolific witch. I 
read a lot. I practice a lot. I know a lot. And a lot of that's because the amount of time I spend just reading everything. And like, if I'm going to research on the internet, I'm usually going to things like Gutenberg press and reading books from like the 1900s about older topics and whatever. I want to encourage like independent exploration, independent thought um, that's pretty separate from other people. And obviously like communication is going to happen and you're going to interact with people, but on the dialogue of like finding blogs or even going on like a subreddit for witchcraft, um, if you're on Reddit, a really great one is the subreddit, which is versus the patriarchy. It's a great subreddit for young witches and every type, like anyone who's like a feminist witch, it's a great subreddit. Like communication is good and communication is important. I just... Lately, I'm kind of disenfranchised with these ideas of how interconnected everything is on the internet and how dependent mm-hmm. we are on getting communication from people. And because oftentimes, I don't even think it's necessarily people messaging me, asking me for advice or resources, because like that is what they're saying, but sometimes it does feel more like it's it's more of a search for validation that mm-hmm. like they're on the right trajectory when mm-hmm. I'm not the person to give that, make that call. Like if you found me in the realm of Instagram, not that I'm active anymore, like you're, you are finding resources on the internet mm-hmm. and it's not to say don't message people. That's not what I'm saying. I I'm, I, I do like messaging with people and DMing and everything. Um, I'm being kind of rambly, but this is like just spurting a lot of inner dialogue that I'd be having with myself. But yeah, basically it's like, I think that with witchcraft, like independent exploration is extremely empowering. Mm-hmm. Um, just as it is in the creation of art or writing or anything that's remotely creative because like mm-hmm. a reminder witchcraft it has the word craft in it it's about making it's about developing it's about growing it's all these things coming from that with like a just a pure sense of individuality and self I think is more empowering than anything else mm-hmm. and yeah like use the resources like whatever resources you have just be as expansive about it as you possibly can be and like override any gatekeeping and get past like all these obstacles that people put up yeah and it's also just like I think it's a great pointer of like not going to the extreme of everything again like yeah like I agree like over validation is not helpful to anyone it doesn't allow anybody to grow and it doesn't push people to practice or you know really challenge people and that's also part of witchcraft is like or spell work and the magic is just like it is about challenging yourself and challenging your reality and the reality around you too bottom line if you ever feel like an outcast in the witch community time and time again in history Outcasts are the ones who become the forgers of paths and Mm -hmm. the forgers of new ideas and everything. So like if you never feel incredibly 
embraced by anything because also like to play devil's advocate it's not the it's not the role of everyone in the world to embrace you and take care of you no it's especially since witchcraft is a form of survival and it's like a surviving thing that even today people literally get killed for Mm -hmm. so to find something within yourself that asks am i a witch yes you are if you're asking that question you're a witch Mm -hmm. and like you don't need a community to tell you or to validate that and it can just be so powerful to like it's enough to say I'm a witch and then just go from there yeah and if you feel like an outcast sometimes that's fine because witches have always been outcasts exactly part of our history (laughs) exactly and I love it that you said it's about paving your own path it is about paving your own path and taking ownership of yourself it's about like having honestly the best relationship with yourself and a true understanding of who you are and like where your belief systems are your ethics all of those things because you're working with the energies in the world around you and the spirits around you it's a very intimate connection and relationship more intimate than people think Mm -hmm. and give it credit for and like one cool thing about being a witch is so when I started saying and verbalizing to myself in the world that I'm a witch, mm-hmm. I may not have gotten any type of reaction from people or people's perceptions of me didn't change. Yeah. But the way that the natural world interacted with me did change. Like dogs started paying attention to me more and cats started coming to me more. If you're ever feeling like you're not enough of a witch just look for look elsewhere look Mm -hmm. to nature and listen to spirits and like listen to your intuition and stop paying attention to people because like people don't know anything I don't know anything (laughs) we don't know anything (laughs) I realized that that statement is the antithesis to having a podcast and being a writer no one knows anything at the end of the day everything is just wild theory (laughs) I personally love gassing people up. I'll always gas a human up. Oh, do it up. how it go. I will always gas people up because I think, again, I'm really into the underdogs. I love them. I don't want anybody to feel like shit all the time. Nobody needs to feel like shit about what they're doing. So find your little niche of who you feel safe with and you'll you'll figure it out, I think. I think so. Yeah. Um, I love being a witch though. It's great. I do. And that real sense of like that nature piece really sat with me too. Like I felt, oh, it's like, oh, that was such a good reminder. So thank you, Leah, for that. Yeah. Yeah. I think that that can be not as, um, as a parent or like, that's not, that's something that we take for granted a lot the surroundings around us I think so because I Mm -hmm. think we become so focused on like our micro individual interactions and things Mm -hmm. and like witchcraft is so closely connected to like the outside and yeah sometimes Mm -hmm. we just forget to pay attention to those things I know I do and like I forget to look like 
I've gotten better about like actively looking for signs and paying attention to things that I see. Um, there's a writer, it may have even been Grant Morrison, um, who is a comic book writer, but um, they're also a like an amazing chaos magician. And their hmm. essay, Pop Magic in the Book of Lies, is my favorite magical text ever written I think I have to read it it's it's short you can find it anywhere it's incredible um yeah pop magic by Grant Morrison I think they were saying in an interview or something or they were quoting someone I don't exactly remember but um I take it to heart all the time when I'm walking alone or kind of out in the world and it's that like go through the world as if you're in a dream so like when you're dreaming you like pay attention to symbols you pay attention to like all these weird little things and sometimes strange things happen that like when you awake you're like that's probably significant so if you go out about the world like every time you're on a walk every time you're out getting groceries or whatever just like looking at things and experiencing it as if you're in like this other dream world Cause you'll start to pay attention to like symbols and patterns differently and yeah. it can be really cool. It's yeah. Um, I've done, I, I exercise that sometimes and it's like, I notice things differently and it makes me connect with my surroundings differently than if I was just like, I'm just going for a walk. But yeah, I'm always looking for symbols and stuff as it is. When I'm I think I unconsciously do that too. Like, I think like, Sometimes I, I love living in the ethereal. Like I love living sometimes outside of my body, but in my body, like it's weird. You know what I'm, you know what I'm talking about. And that is the most connected to myself. I feel sometimes or to the spirit world in general. And like Mm -hmm. just me and like magic of like owning what's earthly and then not. And it's just, It's a perfect little mix. I also find like, honestly, the most lately of where I get most of like my, um, my signs lately are through children and like my specifically like my nephews, which is so wild to me because I think we forget children are such magic and like, yeah they're connected to the world in a way that like you so many people grow out of Mm -hmm. and that's why they can see ghosts and stuff more and Mm -hmm. they children definitely channel stuff all the time (laughs) exactly and so if you pick up something even just like with like little people like children like it's just you'll 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 get signs it's from the least expected folks usually that's how it goes that was beautiful because <laughs> I got excited I was like oh now I just want to go meditate with my guts I'm like I'm just uh, excited. I, feel, I feel so good about being a witch now I was like when I suggested this idea for an episode I was just like it's gonna be so depressing and like I think I made it depressing a couple times because me too but like overall I think like I'm like I feel so good about being a witch and being a witch is so empowering witches are incredible Agreed. And I think again, like it's, it's so, it's such an intimate thing. Like I, I am not the person I was, I don't know, three years ago at all. Like 
I'm a very different person, the way I view the world, the way I view my relationships, the way I see like people's interactions, the way that I approach certain things. I'm a very, very different person and it grounds me. It helps with like my mental health. It helps with me like in a physical sense. It helps in a lot of different ways. And yeah, I think like those feelings of how we entered the witch community are real. And I think, but it's, it, it's not all of it. it. It's not all of my experience. Does that make sense? And I think that it isn't all of yours. And I think us talking about the shitty pieces of it is for you to feel like that's not for, it's not going to be forever for that. And, and just to remind yourself that there's pieces of it where you're going to realize like, or hoped, I hope that you find like hope out of it and like some peace with it or, you know, this energizing connection of what we experience on it with it. And, and I, I really do hope that for people. I don't know why this came up, but I, can I just share like one of my funniest all witches are connected and it was a moment. So (laughs) a while ago I got super stoned and I was standing in my kitchen and I was like, I think I may have been dancing somehow, but I don't know what to, because I think we were just watching a movie or something. It doesn't matter. Something, something was up. And I was just like, I am right now. I am cosmically connected to every single witch that's ever lived. And it was just so mind blowing to me. And like, in some ways it still is, but looking back, it was like, that was such a stoner moment. But I like texted a bunch of like my witch friends being like, yo, like, the ones I was like, they'll get the fact that I'm super stoned right now and just like feeling the cosmic connections that exist because of witchcraft. There is truth to it. We're all so. cosmically connected. I mean, some people aren't. When I say some people aren't, it's because people have their own protection stuff. But like usually, yeah. usually we're all very connected. Yeah. And like, I think... So I will say one caveat to like, if you're a witch, you're, if you think you're a witch, you're a witch. I think that's witches who like use the hashtag witches for Trump or nonsense like that, where it's like, you know what, I'm going to step in and revoke your witch card because you do not care about anything or anyone. So we'll just take that witch card away. But um, every other witch, like we're all connected on a cosmic and quantum level and it's Mm -hmm. amazing. And mm-hmm. like we all share past lives together mm-hmm. and it's, just, it's magical. And some of us share guides too. Yeah. Jeez. And deities too. And like all of that stuff. So yeah, it's beautiful. It's yeah. a beautiful world. It's a beautiful world. Oh my God. Why am I being so cheesy right now? I don't know. It's a beautiful I'm world. Like I'm, I'm really vibing right now. I'm just like, <laughs> everything is amazing. Like the sun is shining. Magic is real. Uh, magic yes. is real though yeah it is people who don't believe in magic is like yes. so you believe in coincidences <laughs> oh my god it's so true magic is super real and I love it I love it when people's I also really get excited when people's spell works just work for them and they tried it and I just like it's, it's so fun let's be each other's continue to be each other's hype beast yep I love hyping you up. I love gassing everybody. Yeah. It's so much fun. Even though we said we're not always going to validate you in everything. 
Yeah. Basically, I'm like, I think I'm just like that mother bird kind of, yeah. or like a, a wolf mother kind of, where it's like, I'll help you, but I'm eventually going to shove you out of the den and you're going to have to survive on your own. And I just want to prepare you for that right now. Same. <laughs> Same. Anything exciting or magical that you're going to practice this week, though? Probably not. I don't know. Uh, maybe. I haven't been doing a lot of spa work or anything. I've just been... I, I should um actually I know exactly something I should do a spell for so maybe I will think about yeah. that how about you anything magical no but I've been like really wanting to get connected to my guide so I think I'm I need to get back actually into meditating more than anything and communicating that aspect of me taking care of like my balanced self so I'm gonna get back into like daily ritual stuff like magic stuff specifically with my coffee and become more intentional with my coffee again because I do it but then sometimes I like do the things but then you don't really put the effort into it you know what I mean yeah and so it doesn't work as well and so I just need to do that piece and really own this like last bit of Aries energy and like spring and feel good and and all that stuff so I think I'm going to just be doing that aspect more so than anything Mm -hmm. nice um so what have you been working on any thing you want to share yeah so I'm still working with clients one-on-one I've like transitioned to one hour reading solely I think that is where my like really passion lies and like working with clients that are consistent and who are wanting to like work on a certain area in their life or like really wanting to move forward and like really connecting to guide work um that's been kind of like my jam is really connecting to guides and connecting to people's um experience with their guides as well as like creating a self-care practice for them that feels aligned to them in their own genius work and like Mm -hmm. what they're doing specifically in their own spell work and which kind of world I love like working with clients currently who are like I love the underdogs I love clients who are just who have kept themselves small based on other folks, not because they are small. Like, you know what I mean? Like who are really ready to like push through and move forward and like wanting to take those leaps, but need a space to cultivate that, to talk to and walk through it. Um, And I think that's because there's a lot of like personal experience with that. Same with a lot of like clients who are worked out of like really terrible relationships who have experienced violence and things like that. That's something that I've also been working with with clients. And I don't think that that's has anything to do with like not my own experience with that. I think you bring in clients that have experienced similar experiences. So yeah, that's been a part of the one hour sessions. I also offer like great right now is like for new clients who have never worked with me and that's when I'm talking about like working with me I don't always just read tarot I do use like my own mediumship and psychic and intuition um and communication with guides through that so it is my own gifts have been expanding throughout this time which has been really fucking cool the shit that's coming out is like I don't even realize it until like the clients are like, holy fuck, how did you know about this piece? Or that's exact phrase I've been saying to myself. So 
If you're not sure yet, if you want to invest in an hour reading or an hour session, I have a new realm session and it's 20 minutes and it's just a right, a little zoom session. And yeah, we'll just get to know each other and kind of hopefully move through there. And then I need to talk about my Patreon. I don't ever talk about it enough. If you're missing my monthly readings, it's all there. All of my monthly readings for each element is there. Each sign for every month is there. So if you want a little like tarot scope and astrology stuff mixed with readings and tarot, like check that piece out. So that's what I'm like fundamentally like constantly doing right now currently. What about you? Snaps for Danielle. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> I'm active on Patreon. Um, you can follow me there uh, for a dollar a month or more. When you're an actual patron, you um, get early access to all of my writing as well as like sometimes my artwork and monthly taroscopes as well on the new moon. And then up from there, you can, there's different tarot related, related perks and yeah, it's fun. Um, I just sent out two of the pen pal packages that I send people every month. If you're not ready to become a patron, you can read my weekly roundup every week. I just post about pretty much everything that I would be posting to Instagram. It's just all in one fell swoop. I talk about a lot of movies and TV shows that I've been <laughs> consuming and just kind of things that are on my mind, things that have been inspiring me, things that have been troubling me. I really put everything out on the table and just share everything. Basically, if you like what you see, then you can become a patron and support all my artwork well I think we've covered everything that we could possibly cover today um including just you know um actually sharing what we do in our day-to-day which I mean we kind of talk about it but we don't talk about what we don't talk about our careers no so that's um that's a fun (laughs) detail for everyone as always, you can follow us on Instagram at Mystic and the Hag. Feel free to drop us a DM, comment, let us know what's on your mind, what you want to hear, what your thoughts were on this episode, etc. And as always, you can also buy us a coffee and support the podcast. Link for that is in the episode description, also on our Instagram. And until next time, mystical beings, bye. bye.